Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope through the Word of God, life issues, and help girls know their true identity and calling. Well, hey girls, we are on season three of our Waves Ministry podcast. I cannot believe we are already a couple weeks into season three. And this season, we are talking about if my journey could teach you anything. Um, Waves Ministry is all about identity and calling. And so what better to discuss than different girls and different women in life and ministry that have had journeys in identity and calling. And so today I have the extreme exciting pleasure of inviting a friend of mine onto the podcast. And her name is Abby. Say hi, Abby. Hey, Miss Caroline. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, girls, I will just tell you, I hope y'all are all okay and safe because this weather has been crazy, at least um, in Florida and in the Panhandle and in Alabama and Louisiana and Texas, there's a lot of storms going on. I keep teasing saying these storms, they really should have named them Marco and Polo instead of Marco and whatever. Um, (laughs) um, So we're praying our connection stays good, but We are just so excited to just be talking tonight and just be talking today with you girls um, about about our journeys. And so Abby, um, I will just tell you girls, I met Abby back a few months ago, I guess it was in April, and we met via Zoom uh, on a girls ministry leadership training. As you know, one of the things that Waves has done this year is four different girls ministry leadership trainings off of my book, uh, Big Hair, Big Faith. And so, Abby had found out about our Waves Girls Conference and about that training, and she signed up and went for a day of online training with a bunch of other girls and women across the U.S. and in Canada um, for that training. And then me and her, we both had like a little time where we got to do a Zoom and just chat and get to know each other. And I just found this fireball of a girl that lives in the Tallahassee area, um, who loves Jesus and has had, am I right on that? No, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong? I'm wrong? Wait, where do you live? I was confused. I thought you were near Tally. No, I'm near Gainesville, Florida. I live in a little tiny town in the middle of nowhere. Oh my goodness, y'all. That just shows how bad I am with geography. It just goes to show you I'm terrible. I thought Alaska was an island until I was 25. Um, so there's that. I know I'm, I'm making Abby like die laughing on, on Zoom right now because I am terrible at geography. I know the first time I went to Albania, I had to Google where it was. I was like, I thought it was, an, I thought Albania was in Africa and it wasn't, it was in Europe. Um, but that just goes to show you. She is not where I thought she was, but she's in Florida. I know that much. Um, (laughs) So anyway, Abby, Abby, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us like how old you are, what you do. Guys, she has a podcast. You'll have to go listen to it, but tell us a little bit about you, Abby. We now know that you live in the Gainesville area, not Tallahassee area. Um, Yeah. So first off, before I even introduce myself, um, 
funny enough, I used to think Alaska and Argentina were the same place. So if it makes you feel better, I'm horrible too. <laughs> that makes me feel a lot better. Thank you so much. I'm not alone. Girls, I don't know if you can relate, but <laughs> geography was not, obviously I, I baked the teacher cookies and got an A in that class because of that. So anyway, tell us a little bit about you, Abby. Uh, yeah, so as she said, um, my name is Abby, obviously. Um, I am 17 years old, and if you can hear my dog right now, um, he is being a little bit of a butthead while I'm trying to film this. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what, what you want to know. I am a senior in high school, and I have also completed the first like half of my AA degree for college. Um, and I am passionate about ministry and about music and just kind of getting to uh, meet this generation where they're at and trying to, you know, kind of make, I don't know, I guess make waves, as um, yes. Caroline would say, as just uh, trying to, trying to uh, make other teenagers passionate about the gospel and to not just be uh, kind of dead in their faith, if that makes sense at all. Amazing. That's amazing. I am always like, it's funny, Abby, like when I think of the reason why we do what we do, it's because of girls like you. Like, I want to just encourage more girls uh, just to do what you said, make waves for Christ, that they, they don't have to be stagnant. They don't have to be um, just kind of like, uh, just still in their faith, but they can, we need to stir it up in them that they're excited about God and that they're able to press forward and do um, exactly what they feel like God's put on their heart to do. Um, no matter what anyone thinks of that other than the Lord. Um, so as I'm just thinking about you and now that I know that you live a lot farther away from me than what I thought, um, if you were going to take a road trip to come see me, what album would you play on your road trip? Like, what is your go-to road trip album? I need to know this, Abby. I feel like it's going to be good. Okay, so this is really hard. Like, I, I, out of all of the questions that I have been, like, reading over, this was the one that I was like, ah, because I have such, like, a wide variety of music tastes, like, from liking jazz music to liking, you know, some songs by Taylor Swift. Um, so Listen, I no judgment here. Honestly, and I don't even know if you're going to know who this is or the people listening is going to know who this is. Um, I think, like, if I could only listen to one album outside of, like, worship music, it would definitely be The Commodores. Um, oh, I, I do know who that is. Yeah, and I think it's their greatest hits. So it has like the song "The Night Shift" and "Oh No." Yeah. Um, it's just it's a it's a good vibe. I love it. I always jam out to it. <laughs> that is amazing. That is so awesome. Okay, so what area of your life would you say that you have been on a journey? How specific do you want to get about it? <laughs> <laughs> as specific as you'd like to get. I mean, honestly, I feel like so much lives um, really is a journey, as like cheesy as that sounds. You know, like that quote that says, "Like it's not about the destination; it's about the journey." Right. <laughs> That's I totally what I just get thought that. of in my head as I was saying that. But yeah, I definitely, 
Uh, very weirdly enough, I think one of the biggest things that I would say would be my journey has actually been um, the acceptance of like the validity of my salvation. Um, wow. I don't know if that makes sense at all. <laughs> no, it does. I think um, whenever I think about that, I feel like there's a lot of people that question, am I really saved? Um, because I've had wavering moments in my faith, does it still count? Like even that thought of, if you look at the Ephesians passage, um, where it talks about like the armor of God, like it says you put the helmet of salvation on your head. And I think about that and I'm like, that helmet is supposed to be there to protect your thoughts, to let you know that you are saved and sealed till the day of redemption, right? Because it's a battlefield of the mind. So it makes perfect sense to me. I think a lot of people actually wrestle with their salvation. Um, that's really, that's really insightful. So just out of curiosity, like whenever you're thinking about that topic, you know, if your journey of understanding your salvation could teach others anything, what would you want to say? Like, if my journey could teach you something, this is what I would want you to know. That's such a good question. And, and you're saying it like into one thing. Um, and it's, it's so hard, but I think that it would be that, you know, I'm trying to figure out how I want to word this. Um, if, if it was my journey to teach you one thing, I think it would be that your salvation is not dependent upon like fleeting emotions and it's not dependent upon how other people view you or how other people serve God that maybe you serve God differently. Like it, it doesn't matter like your salvation story, your salvation is valid because you came before the throne of God. Yeah. I think that um, everybody has an idea of what they want their salvation story to be like. And, and for those who have grown up in the church, it can become a battlefield of the mind for them because they've always known Jesus, you know? And, and it's like, they're like, man, I want that crazy rags to riches, like, you know, crazy deadbeat, like story to like radical Jesus lover thing. And it's like, we take for granted those that have just been faithful through the journey and, and wrestled through the daily things. And that takes perseverance as well. And everybody's on a journey and it looks different and the struggles are different. No matter how you come to know Jesus, it's a personal thing between you and him. Right. Um, yeah. And I think you really just like put the nail on the head with that, because like, to be honest, especially if you grow up in the church, it's so hard a lot of times to tell like, okay, am I, am I having a relationship with God? Because this is what I know. Like my social life is in the church and, and my family is in the church and everything I know is in the church. Or is it, do I have a relationship with God? Because I genuinely long to have a deeper and a, a more intimate understanding and knowledge of the Lord. That's so good. You know, I think of like, whenever you were talking about that, it reminded me of Job in the book of Job, you know, he had all these people that were around him that, and he was serving the Lord. And it was like, all those things were stripped from him, his job, his family, all of those things were even his health was stripped from him. And he still, what remained was his relationship with the Lord. And it's easy for us to ask that question of like, okay, 
my life is so built around God. Like if we took away our family and our friends and our youth group and that kind of thing, like what is you and G like when it just gets down to you and Jesus, like what's the verdict? Like, where are you? Um, that is such a good, a good thing. So like, tell us a little bit about, you know, what has been the biggest change that you've made because of this journey? Yeah, I think one of the biggest like changes that I've made, because like, I'll be honest, this is something that I've struggled with my entire life. And I think a lot of it was just built around not truly understanding, not being able to grasp like just how, like something that I, that I was thinking about was like, our finite minds can't even comprehend the vastness of the holiness of God. Like God is such a, such a big God and such a, I mean, he's an eternal God. He's been forever. And it's like, I think it's so hard to be able to grasp that, that when we're going through a struggle, like I grew up in, a, in an area that it was like, no one ever talked about their struggles. You know, if you were a real Christian, you never struggled. You never had this, you never had that. And it became like this really toxic environment of, well, I'm struggling with anxiety or I'm struggling with health or I'm struggling with this. And it was like, does that mean that I'm not safe? And I think one of the biggest things that, that has changed me was just realizing that, you know, my, my relationship with God is not built on this idea that, that God is only as big as I make him. Does that make sense? Like if I make God as big as I think that he is, and there are some days that he feels so far away and so small that it seems like he's incapable of moving the mountains in front of me. But then there are days that he seems so big when I'm on top of that mountain that it's like, well, there's no need for God now. So it's like when, when I can step back and be like, there's a God that is so infinite and so much bigger than I can imagine, then it's like, that's, that's when it clicks, yeah. you know? I, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's great. Um, so what, like, when you were on that journey, like, what encouraged you? Um, who encouraged you? What encouraged you? What kept you pressing forward to keep journeying? Yeah, that's, that's such a good question. And I feel like it's, it's so many different things. Um, because I'll be honest, like this has been honestly like a lifelong journey. Like there will be times that I'm so strong in my faith and I have moments that God's presence in my life is so real. And then moments in my life where God's presence seems so void. And so it's like, I'll, I'll be in a place. And I mean, I was in a place just a couple months ago where, I mean, heck, probably even a, a week or two ago or a couple of days ago, where I was just like, like, I, I began doubting the validity of my salvation because of, of emotions, because of what I was going through. And one of the biggest things has honestly been um, the two churches that I attend. It's, it's been the people pouring into me and being like, you know, your salvation is not based upon what other people say it is. Um, but I think the other biggest thing that has really like encouraged me along it has been being able to actually witness the presence of God, you know, like actually being able to see his presence when someone's speaking, like ha being in a conversation like you and I are in. And like, yeah. for example, Tuesday night, I was at my college group 
and this, I was talking to this young man that I'm friends with, and he was like, have you heard my testimony before? And I was like, no, please tell me. And he's talking, and I kid you not, like, I just start weeping, oh, because wow. he's talking about identity, and, and he's talking about his story, and my youth pastor, he's like, yeah, Abby was weeping. I was like, no, I'm not, but I was, because the presence of God was so powerful, like, just through the words that were being spoken. That's amazing. That's so good. And that's what I feel like God does. He sends people to encourage you and to um, help you get a glimpse of like, okay, this is me speaking to you and encouraging you and spurring you on. And like, look how I've moved and worked. And like, I love, um, quote Nancy Alcorn a lot. And she says this uh, phrase that you can't argue with a changed life. Um, and you cannot, like somebody that's been changed by God, like you cannot argue with that. And I think about like for teenagers out there that maybe feel like they're struggling, like what you said, I think is so powerful. Like one minute you can feel like so solid in your faith. And then like the next day, it's like there's full on attack on your salvation and you're like questioning everything. Um, I really want to encourage you girls to go uh, read the book, Living Out Transparent Faith. Um, Lauren McRoberts is actually coming on our podcast later in this season, and she wrote out a book, um, and she, Abby loves Lauren, um, but Lauren basically kind of writes out, like, just the ways that, um, that she struggled with having transparent faith in the midst of uh, of like doubting, like how do you have transparent faith when you're doubting your faith? How do you call yourself a Christian when you're doubting? And so I just want to encourage you to go, go read her book. It's awesome. Um, but I think that's great. So how have you, and I'm excited to hear about this because I already know some of this, but how have you been helping other people on their journey? Um, so that's an interesting question because I don't like to take credit for a lot of things. Um, so none of this is in the credit of like myself. It's all, um, to God. One of the things that I did over this quarantine, like you had mentioned, was I started a podcast. Um, and it's, it's currently like in, in remodeling. It was called Beautifully Broken and now it's called The Rose Colored Gospel. Um, and it's really just kind of the heart behind it is, is showing, you know, honestly, everybody, like, I was very surprised the demographic that it reached out to went way further than I expected it to, um, wow. and the different, like, ethnicity groups that it, that it reached, um, as well, but it, it's, it really is just this idea of, you know, brokenness is not a state of being, it's a mindset, and so if we can change how we view like the story of the cross, it's more than a story. Like if, if we can look at it as, as the cross is, is living and it's alive and, and this is what happened for us, then it changes everything. Um, so I was able to start a podcast and open my Instagram up for ministry, which is how I was able to meet people like you and Lauren. Um, the other thing I've actually been able to do is I've been given the opportunity to write small group material um, that online small groups have used as well as my own small group is about to use. Um, so it's just been kind of cool to see the doors that, that God will open when you say, okay, God, like, I don't know if I can do this and I don't know if I want to do this, but if this is where you're leading, then, you know, I'm just going to step out on this ledge right here and see if this is where you take it. <laughs> like, that's literally 
much of like life and ministry is like that though, that it's like you step out on that ledge and you're like, I'm going to take my step of faith and I'm just asking you to show up. Like it's that mustard seed faith of like, I'm going to put my little mustard seed here and just believe you're going to move. Um, whether that's like talking to somebody in the middle of the grocery store about, um, about your faith or starting a podcast or writing a blog, or I'm so proud of you for writing curriculum on identity. Like who better to write about that than you? Like, that's so awesome. Like I am proud of you. And just the fact that people can get freedom and learn and dive deeper in their identity. And even you can from your own material, um, that God would do that is so neat. Um, so tell our girls where they can learn more about you or follow um, your podcast yeah, and all so, that. So like I said, the podcast is kind of up in the air at the moment of like when it's going to start and stuff. Um, I guess the best way to like get in contact, like if you ever want to talk, um, have any questions, I would, I would love to talk with you. Um, I actually have an Instagram account. Wow. I can't speak. <laughs> called okay. Simply. Abby Elizabeth, and so Abby is spelled A-B-B-I-E, so it's just simply Abby Elizabeth, um, and I have a Twitter I started, but that's, that's um, not very well done yet, <laughs> um, and then I also have an Instagram called the Rose Colored Gospel, so that will be where it kind of starts coming out, but honestly, that first account is the best way, because that's where you can see, like, if you're in the Florida area, any of the events that um, I'm helping put, I'm putting on, or that's where you can see just kind of like where God's guiding ministry and podcast and all that stuff. That was a very long answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. That's awesome. And girls, just so you know, whenever this comes out, we'll link up uh, the, the Instagram so you can follow along with her from ours. Um, Abby, I just want to thank you for taking a little bit of time and just sharing about your story and your journey and salvation and just understanding who you are, because ultimately like understanding your salvation affects your identity of who you are as a child of God. And so um, just thank you so much for sharing and for, for pouring into others too. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Girls, I just want to encourage you to go online and uh, as you're listening to this podcast, leave a review. Like that is how other people know the word and know um, more about God and know more about their identity and calling. So please review us, give us five stars and positive reviews and comments. Um, but also we just want to tell you about an opportunity we have coming up. So this year we are actually launching a Waves Girls Conference kit. I know that many of you cannot make it to Destin, Florida every time we do a girls conference, just like Abby. And um, <laughs> I just want to remind you that one of the things that we're launching this year is a Waves Girls Conference kit. And that's where you um, as an individual or you as a small group or a youth group or a college ministry can get together and basically view our messages from our, our girls conference, view some of our worship videos, and then do a Bible study alongside it. Um, we just want to encourage you to go deeper in your faith as you talk about the breaking points in your faith, the currents you get swept up in. Um, the high tide seasons where God has you covered and he's working on you privately. Um, the low tide seasons where he has you uncovered and you're like, 
proclaiming the gospel and what God did in the quiet season, and then the making waves for Christ in your home community and world. Uh, we just want to encourage you in that. And so I just encourage you to join us in the Waves Girls Conference Kit. Our goal is to get all 50 states involved in the Waves Girls Conference Kit this year. Um, and then we also have some friends up in Canada and Europe and in Africa that we normally would be doing conferences with or uh, talking to about conferences, but they're going to get to do it this way, which I think is so cool that we get to take the gospel home. Like we get to take it into our homes, literally. And so um, my prayer is that you just go to wavesgirlsconference.com and just partner with us in that and just dig deeper in knowing who you are and what your calling is. Um, we love you girls and we can't wait to talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com and our social media at wavesgirlsconference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.